Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Network. The following show is just horrifying. Beware. My friendship to all of you precludes my involvement with any one of you. But if you want to make laughs, then I do too, and I'll be right there behind you. Greetings, constant listeners, and welcome back to the Losers Club, a Stephen King podcast. I'm your host, Michael Monroeville Mall Rothman, looking very similar to one of the many haggard zombies <laughs> stumbling around my namesake in the late George A. Romero's iconic film. But hey, malls, that's a good seg for today, because if you couldn't tell from the colorful lights, the Bing Crosby hits in your local CVS, and the discount wrapping paper bins you keep bumping into, we're in the throes of the holiday season, a time when everyone watches the same 20 movies and buys the same 30 things for the same 10 people who remember zero of them come February. But hey, we're not in Whoville. <laughs> ball humbug. And I'm not the Grinch, and I'm not Scrooge. This is the Losers Club, and if you've been listening to us all these years, we're coming up on six uh, years by my count. You know what time it is. You know what time of the year it means to us, constant listeners. It means we're due for yet another King Miss celebration. Now, what does that mean? Well, given our track record, it's more or less been a blanket term for us to celebrate the holidays in King's Dominion. In the past, we've done mailbag episodes. We've done Needful Tweets episodes, and we've even had some guests come on. But last year, something stuck for us, and well, I'm sticking to it. Last year for our patrons and the Barons, www.patreon.com slash the Barons. Uh, Got to do the nice free plug. plugs. <laughs> By the way, right now in the seasonal times, if you want to do an annual membership, 15% off. All right, I'm done doing the plug. <laughs> Back to this. So last year, we gathered around the King tree and doled out all the Kingian gifts um, after taking notes from Psy King ourselves. And, you know, we used our old-fashioned imagination to dream up all the kind of items that we'd want that we think any constant reader or constant listener would want also. And uh, we made our own sort of wish list that was uh, steeped in King's Dominion lore. It was such a fun time that we thought, well, let's do it again. And given that it's the season of giving, why not open up these festivities to our main feed? So that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. Um, and I've put together a Cracker Jack team, including one very familiar <laughs> face to the club, all to bring you good tidings and cheer, whatever the hell that means. Good tidings <laughs> and cheer. I've always wondered, tidings? Okay, anyway, <laughs> let's introduce them and get to work. First up, our favorite soul from Sidewinder by way of Nashville, Jana, <laughs> please say hello and tell us on a scale of one to 10, one being ice cold like Jingle Bell Jack in Kubrick's The Shining, and 10 being rabid like Castle Rock, Carolyn, Cujo. How much are you into the Kingmas spirit this year and why and why not? Uh, hey, this is Jen to the Rage Adams. And I would say on a scale of one to 10 for Kingmas, I'm like a nine. On a scale for Christmas, I'm like maybe a four, you know, I'm four. I'm a Grinch. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I, but I'm trying. I've watched Black Christmas at least five times. Ooh. I've watched Krampus probably five or six times at this point. So 
I'm, and I've bought a couple of presents and some for myself too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. So hopefully King Miss will get me to maybe a seven on the Christmas scale. What'd you buy for yourself? Uh, shoes and, um, sweaters. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say sweaters. I was, that, I know. That's, that's why I asked. So any, All right. uh, any cool designs on it or is it mostly just the, the, the solid colors for the sweaters? Solid colors. I have one right. that has two colors on it this time, um, blue oh. and green. Oh my so I guess God. that's Christmassy. Yeah. I know. I'm branching out. I thought you were going to say you had an Apollo 11, uh, sweater that you got you could be like uh, Danny Torrance, but maybe, maybe that's an item that we have on our list. They we'll do find make out. Exactly. They do make them. They do make them. Well, you just heard her to my left. <laughs> Sammy, please introduce yourself and let us know whether you're in the swing of things that is King Miss. This is Sammy. Don't feed her after midnight. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. Got to nice. stick to my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> um, and I would say I'm totally in the King Miss, just like Jen. But like this holiday season hasn't really felt like it started yet. Almost. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. we like we traveled at the beginning of November and then we got back. It just was like hard to get into that out of like um halloween and get into this spirit but we put up our halloween tree and that kind of did gave us a little bit more cheer and we put our stockings up last night last night we watched our first christmas movie um nightmare for christmas followed by the peanuts movie which you claimed is a christmas movie it's kind of a christmas movie there's snow and then they kind of have some allusions to the christmas uh charlie brown special so i you know, I think it counts. It helped get me in the spirit. I think yeah. once you watch that first Christmas movie, because we keep like, we're like, oh, it's not close enough yet. You know, we have to keep waiting until the end of the month. But then the end of the month comes and we haven't watched the movies. Yeah. So we watched our first set last night and it kind of, it helped me get in the spirit a little bit. Helped you get in the spirit? Yes. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, I hope that this person is in the spirit because I imagine where she's from, which is California, maybe a little hard to get in the Christmas spirit or maybe not. Julia, please say hello and tell us where you stand on King Miss this year. And uh, f- forgive me for assuming anything, but it seems like 2022 has been a very good year for you, is it not? <laughs> uh, I am Julia. Brazil is the best Christmas movie, Marquesi. <laughs> Brazil! Brazil is set at Christmas, and Brazil, I think most terrifyingly, is perhaps not in a perpetual Christmas where Christmas Ooh. never stops, which like adds another layer to how 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 crazy that would be. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Um, actually, and it's actually, so good. it's so good. Yeah. It's, oh, put that on our list this month yeah. now. Oh, yeah. please, people, and and I, I know people like shove it off. I'm like, it is. There's a Santa Claus. There's a Christmas tree. Like the whole the gift giving yeah. decorations, the whole bit. Um, a little dark, but uh, that's me. <laughs> It is very uh, dark. It, it's it's funny you mentioned that because like last like two Christmases ago during the pandemic, I was saying this feels like I'm in Brazil because we were outside in the middle. Everyone acted like it was normal, even though it was 15 degrees out here. And they're like, oh, no, you could just dine outside still. And we have a little <laughs> flame for you. And I was just yeah. shivering there eating pizza. And I was like, I feel like I'm in Brazil. Like this yeah. is. I feel, anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a bad sign when you feel like you're living in Brazil. That's not yeah. something that you should aspire to <laughs> yeah. uh, whatsoever. Uh, you know, Christmas for me, there's it, it's hard because I feel like I'm stifled by the Christmas songs all mm-hmm. month, like bombarded by them. I can't get away because I could not listen to them at home, obviously. But no matter what store I go to, like I can't help it. And they just they're so repetitive because it's the same like 30 songs over and over. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I'm OK with Christmas between for like two weeks beforehand. But it, when it starts in October, then you're like, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's Santa a- baby and the Christmas shoes, like made oh. me want to jump out a window. <laughs> 
when I worked it, at Starbucks, we had the Muppets Christmas soundtrack that played <gasps> literally through my whole eight-hour shift, though. Oh, no. Five days a week. It was horrid. I feel like if there was a song that would make me snap, it would be Feliz Navidad. There's something oh, just so yeah. frantic mm-hmm. about that song. I don't know what it is. Like, it makes yeah. me start to rage out. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough one. I, I think it reminds me of actually a Halloween situation we were in recently in uh, Los Angeles, of all places. Uh, we, we were at uh, Halloween Horror Nights and um, in the Simpsons land area at night when it became Halloween Horror Nights, they changed it to like the Simpsons music that plays at the end of Treehouse Horror Episodes. It was like, woo doo and at first I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's fun. And then, mm-hmm. you know, in the span of three minutes, I heard it four times and I yeah. was like, oh my God, like, I feel so bad for the people that work here and they have to hear it. And I, we asked the person that works at like the quickie mart. Oh, so how is it working uh, here? And they, you could just tell like he wanted to like kill her. Like, it's my least favorite land. He's yeah. like, I don't even like the Simpsons. But it's just the <laughs> idea of listening to something on loop over and over again. I mean, when I worked at Einstein Bagels, like the God, 20 years ago or something like that, um, if not longer, I remember hearing like every day without fail, I'd hear every morning by um, Sugar Ray. And then also I'm like a bird by <laughs> Nelly Furtado. And, I, oh. and I, still get, I still get like Pavlovian responses to those songs. Like, uh-huh. they, you know. Um, <laughs> Sorry, okay, <man>. condolences. So <laughs> where you are right now, though, one to 10, um, what, did you did, did you say what, where you're at with uh, in King Miss? Uh, um, right now? In, I mean, in King, King Miss, I'm, I'm always uh, an 11. Man, yeah. you know, oh. my like this is I, my enthusiasm is unbound. I will, <laughs> you know, you talk, you, whenever you, you, you ask me to come talk to you about Stephen King, you'd understand that like this is what I want to get out that people in my life <laughs> just don't want to hear that I'm like, yes, ask me these questions. I want yeah. to talk about them. So, so stoked. Well, I'm glad you're here because we got a lot of questions related to uh, Cy King, as we say on uh, this podcast sometimes. And, uh, I, I got to say, for me personally, um, I'm a little tired. I'm a little exhausted. I'm ready for sleep. Uh, haven't been able to sleep for a little bit. So I, I guess I'm a little frozen jack. You know, mm. I'm, I'm sitting at the end. Um, at the uh, I'm just, I keep thinking of uh, Kubrick's The Shining. Apologies, Mr. King. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm just thinking of myself just sitting there. And when that, that moment where he falls and he's just like, oh, fuck it. That's kind of where I'm at at the end of the year right now. So maybe that'll change. I'm hoping it does because... I mean, we couldn't be in a merrier place. We are right now in Kingy Claw's workshop and <laughs> we're surrounded by overlooked printed wallpaper or wrapping paper, I should say. We've got little tiny red balloons that uh, the elves have assembled for us to stitch onto any of our presents that we're going to be coming up. So I better cheer up. I think we're all going to be in a cheery mood. Um, but before we do that, let's talk about some King Miss festivities. I've got a couple of questions, many of which uh, were thrown here by the panel themselves. Um, so I'm going to do a, a, we can do round robin, um, you know, for a lot of these, but I think for the most part, just, you know, chime in, you know, where, where you see through, um, the first question is we got to get through here. If we're, this is going to be specifically festivities. We're, we'll get to the gifts soon. Just, get, just give us a little bit of time. We got the gifts coming. They're, <laughs> you com- have to they're coming. You got to the party before you get the gifts. You got to have the party before you come to guests. It's like when you go, yeah, when you go to a birthday party, if it's your birthday party or someone's birthday party, we're all thinking about the gifts. But guess what? We also are thinking about the cake and what we're eating and who we're uh, partying with. And so we got to lay out the land. So when it comes to Christmas parties in King's Dominion, which Stephen King character is throwing the best Christmas party. Julia, who are you going to? Okay. I gave, I got three. I couldn't, I couldn't narrow it down even further. <laughs> we got, we got one, we got Eddie Dean's party. I knew that. that party <laughs> yeah. would be out of control. Yeah. Like, like it would be like, 
somebody who's somebody's house that's put it out for a punk rock party and there's like a punk vibe in the backyard like that mm. kind of vibe that would be fun uh, yeah. i think richie tozier would throw a fucking rad party yeah. not mm. to mention when he's out living in california in his like sweet oh you know, God, record yeah. house right yeah. uh and then uh i would like to go to a randall flag party myself <laughs> because i think that would be the most debauched perverted sinful amazing party i could think of so I need to go back, and it's been a while since we've read The Stand. Christmas happens in The Stand, does it? Or is it towards the end after the fallout? I mean, it j- does. Right? It happens when Stu and Tom are coming back. And, and they're watching they're like stuck Rambo? stuck in the hotel. Yeah, they, I can't remember exactly what it is, but he like rigs up a projector okay, in yeah, some okay. abandoned hotel. It's towards so the yes. end, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Which yeah. is like, actually, it's, I forgot that is like, and that's, it's only happened in that one year. So they wouldn't, Randall Flagg wouldn't have been able to throw a killer Las Vegas Christmas party. Right? Well, I He's am, I am from, that. I'm from Las Vegas. Yeah. So ah. already like that, you know, so that's already home feels nice. Now, yeah, are we talking right. Alexander Skarsgård as flag? Because I would go to that party. I mean, this is just it. my imaginary in my head flag. You okay. know? I, just, I don't give him a, I don't give him a. My imaginary actor. in my head flag is Alexander Skarsgård. Was it <laughs> before though? Before 2020, Shocking. was it, was it Alexander Skarsgård? No, it wasn't. Right. It was Jamie Sheridan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I got, so what, Christmas in Vegas, what were some memories that you have? Uh, Julia from that that time was it like oh my uh my dad is the cutest dad in the entire world and he would do treasure hunts for us so you would open all your presents and then the last one would there be a card on the tree and there would be clues that would send you around the house to find your present at the end it was really adorable like little rhymes can you imagine it's the cutest that's really cute that's really cute yeah we and it's usually warm or it got cooler probably no it gets cold it gets cold okay Yeah, not not where I'm, I guess I'm, I was thinking like, oh, it could be like uh, Miami where it's like, you know, I've been boogie boarding uh, on Christmas <laughs> day when not, not, not the No, not the it case. would be in the twenties or thirties. Holy shit. Really? Okay. So you are freezing. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. I okay. mean, yeah, it gets, it gets cold. Okay. Well. Sacramento doesn't get that cold. Let's so. keep it, let's keep it West Coast. Where were you, where are you going uh, in Kings Dominion for uh, Christmas party, Sammy? I was thinking Jake and Sadie's house. Oh. I feel like they would throw a nice, a super nice, like well-catered Christmas party. Yeah. Like a classic Christmas party. No one's dying, you know. Maybe some pound cake there. There could not, be not some literal, pound cake. Or, no, literal, not metaphorical. Yeah. You, <laughs> might, yeah. you, know, you might catch the eye of, yeah. of some cute teacher. Yeah. I just think it would be, I, I'm getting out alive, essentially, yeah. is what I was thinking of. Unless they're, you know, well, we haven't gotten there yet, so I can't spoil too much. But um, let's say that there, Sadie knows some folks that uh, you don't want to show up at that Christmas party, you know. Well, but I they're mean, not coming now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is my dream yeah. party. They're not it's coming. It's like Mad Men Christmas. You okay. Know? That's like exactly how I pictured it. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Like all right. they'd have a bar cart, you know, and she'd like uh-huh. make all those weird like um, 50s housewife um, like men- dishes, you yeah. know. Like, oh, uh-huh. Hopefully nothing, uh, we, nothing in aspect though. That's the nastiest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I saw like a picture recently of something from an old like 50s um, cookbook and it was like frozen jellied uh, um spaghettios yeah, yeah oh they were my god out of gelatining things so you strange know? i never really got into that really i do love jello um as my man yeah, Bankman but, says, but, savor, but, but savory, savory jello jell- how do you like how do you no, feel about no. that not gonna happen it's no, like I, cat food <laughs> yeah i remember what my my uh my grandmother um passed away earlier this year she mm. was from the depression era and uh, she would always freeze everything. And one of the things I remember her freezing vividly is um, when the Jello used to come in that weird prong sort of container. That was—I uh-huh. um, don't know why they made them that way, but maybe it was easy to get them out. Like it looked like a GAC container. But I remember opening up the fridge all the time and just wondering, like, 
gosh, how old is that? Is that, is that Jello older than I am? Like, has it been here for 40 <laughs> years? Like it might've been, it might've been, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Jen, Christmas, where are you celebrating in, in Kings Dominion? Um, okay. I got to you. Well, I'll be quick. The first one though, I think it would be really fun to go to the first day of Larry Underwood's party that he has. I was thinking of all of that money. Yeah. I don't want to stay too long because it sounds like it gets a little out of control, but I am going to an office party and it is the Boulder free zone committee's (laughs) holiday party. You would (laughs) see this is the difference between you and me, Jen. You're like, Oh, Boulder City. I'm like, nah, Las Vegas is Mm -hmm. the way to go. Oh man. No, I would just, that would be so much fun. We could have dramatic readings of the notes. I was going to say, you maybe... could type up the notes and exactly, like, Peggy, yeah. you know. <laughs> Everyone's trying karaoke. to like party and mingle and just like ad hoc committee. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. We... It's like bylaws. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you hear the, the, the meeting last week? It was pretty good. Um, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Riveting. Uh, I'm surprised no one said DeCalorin, which is my choice. Uh, oh, yeah. Because if you think about it, he's no stranger to, to, to parties. And also, having, you know, not only worked at the Overlook, but also the time in Dairy. Um, but the food, I mean, come uh-huh. on, the food oh, would be yeah. great. I, for me, I like, I like drinking Christmas parties. I like partying and talking. I got to have some good food. And I know that Dick is going to make some great stuff and not to plug again, Castle Rock mm-hmm. Kitchen, but let's plug Castle Rock Kitchen. There's a recipe in there for Dick Halloran's baked beans. And I'm Ooh. waiting anxiously to make them um, so I could feel like I'm at um, Halloran's Christmas party. Cause you know that. Well, then you have to make them for Christmas, right? That's the I answer. Am. That's what okay. I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to, I'm going to put it on Instagram. So everyone hold me to it. You're going to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to make sure I have to do well, it. Well, and we've seen the pantry and like freezer at the overall oh, yeah. stack. It would be great. Mm-hmm. So we got lots of food. Yeah. Well, and then that's- he goes down, like, and he goes on a, um, a vegetable run when he's in Florida too. And he's like yep. talking about all the produce he's getting. He's, he's getting like, some he good stuff. Shit. He he's knows like the stuff. Farmer's market. It's not going to be yeah. like uh, last night when I ordered hummus and they gave me um, <laughs> two straws of uh, carrots and then also celery, uh, some celery, celery that looked like it was from oh, somebody so else's pissed. buffalo wings three days ago. I was very Ooh. pissed. Um, I guess that uh, that leads to our next question. And now We're, that will live forever. That hummus know, yes. that you didn't like will be <laughs> on, on this forever. On, online. I know, this uh, forever. Sitting in my refrigerator, and I just tried it before I, I, I got on this episode, and I was like, oh, this is just not good. Okay, well, when you put hummus <laughs> with seasonal vegetables, and all you give me is two carrot sticks and the rest celery, it's yeah, not I'm going to be it's bummed good. about it. It's not good. Mm-hmm. That's why I you heard really- somebody <laughs> describe celery as like, um, biting into water with hair in it. Yes. And I was Ooh. like, yeah. Well, Although I do destroyed like celery. celery for me. I, see, I like celery when we have some hot wings because it's like a nice little way of oh, yeah. making me mm-hmm. think I'm still eating something it's a good healthy. vehicle for that ranch, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hey, I'm more of a blue cheese guy. I'm going to be honest. No, no. So. I'm so I am so obsessed with ranch dressing that when I lived in the UK, I made my parents ship me bottles of ranch. <laughs> oh, wow. I couldn't live without it. I was like, no, no. Because, they don't. They, you know, in England, they only have one dressing, right? They yeah. have salad cream and that's it. But I love that you. Sounds, does it sound appetizing? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was the? Isn't there? I, I there was a ranch dressing that I was really obsessed with. Not to get too much on a tangent, but there was like it's like orange. Hidden almost, Valley. It's like, nah, Chipotle it's, spicy. Chipo- yeah. Oh my god, the spicy mm. ranch. It's great. It's so good. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> ranch on pizza. That's it for me. I like oh, ranch yeah. on pizza. That's a bad. That's so a Las Vegas thing. Actually, is it really? Is it? Oh, really? Uh-huh. Huh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, you mentioned going to Flags basement, but where? specifically where would you want to spend christmas eve maybe not a christmas party christmas parties happen sometimes two days two two days two weeks sometimes even a month beforehand where on christmas eve right before the big day are you going to spend in king's dominion sammy jade of the orient oh oh 
that's yeah. a Chinese pretty food good one. on Christmas yeah. or Christmas Eve. Yeah. I feel like it'd be so nice in there. I, I've been there. So they have yes. amazing Mai Tais. Yeah. It's super mm-hmm. cute and lit in there. And I, I would love to spend Christmas Eve there. That's, God, that's a really good answer. I know. I didn't even, I, I did, it didn't even occur to me with the Chinese food. Okay. But okay. you sit in the room with the table and do the exactly. whole bit. Yeah. I'm trying to pick places I'm not going to die at. Yeah. <laughs> although you could kind of reminisce like, hey, remember like 30 years ago and the, the Losers Club had a fucking nightmare here? <laughs> you know, oh, right, but, right, right. But they all made it open out. your fortune cookies. Yeah, the way she just comes over, it's like we don't talk about that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> another yeah. my type, please. Yeah, another my type, please. <laughs> They're huge. Too, yeah, for they are very. That, huge. Yes, but, but uh, I love very how fancy at- Shirley Temples. Also, they did, which I was very oh, excited about. I, I love Shirley Temples. <laughs> no shame. Uh, Hashtag no shame. Hey, exactly. Too. A little stick of sugar in it. I had a crush on Shirley Temple when I was little. Um, Oh, yeah? Yeah, and my parents had to be like, before your time, Mike. Um, (laughs) like Charlie Brown, the little redhead girl. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, Julia, where on Christmas Eve are you going? Uh, I don't think you could do better than Gilead at the height of its fame and and glory mm. Ooh, yeah because you can imagine the party that kind mm-hmm. of party right I, I like could you imagine going to a fairy tale kind of banquet gowns masquerade nonsense party that sounds like chef's kiss yeah oh, yeah during if- like winter solstice like all the cool color yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. and yeah. the music and the food mm-hmm. uh, have you ever well- gone to a huge gathering like that for any holidays like this because I, I know that like you know, they're, they've got Ren fairs. We've got, um, you know, huge 4th of July celebrations sometimes, but like Christmas, like, have you ever gone to like a huge, like almost like winter festival in a way like that? Well, they have here in, we have labyrinth, the labyrinth ball here in LA, which is basically supposed to be the masquerade ball that she goes to in labyrinth, which is every girl's dream on the planet. And people dress and, you know, make, create incredible costumes, uh, you know, inspired by that. They, and then at midnight they play uh, as the world falls down and everybody dances oh and they, you know, they have all these, you know, people doing fire and doing all these stunts. It's really incredible. Do they have, uh, I imagine there's like 30 Jareths there. Um, oh <laughs> like yeah, you're competing Jareths. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. His pants are the time. I mean, who, who mm. have to go as Jareth, but uh, no. okay. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Jen, where are you going to spend uh, Christmas Eve? Um, I think I want to go to Sidewinder. Sidewinder. Um, I want to go somewhere snowy, you know, so mm-hmm. I would love to be in Colorado, but I don't want to be at the Overlook because, no. you know, I'm with Sammy. Like, I want to survive this Christmas. Um, but I think, you know, the guy that gives him the mittens, Harold Cottrell, I believe his name is, he seems like ni- a nice guy. I think his wife would probably make me a nice stew, you know? It seems yeah. like it would be I fun. I love a good stew. I like that. Yeah, me too. I and like honestly, that. Honestly, like, you, you and Annie Wilkes, I feel like, you know, you could... You could- that well, that was my her. other option. I was like, "What do I want?" You're not her favorite author, you know, so maybe you she won't exactly. kill you. <laughs> if you catch her in a good mood, I feel like like we listen to some Liberace. You know, yeah, it could be good. I mean, it's fun. Champagne hot covered, cocoa, you know. <laughs> right? <Pet the> pig. <laughs> I yeah. do a little laughing. I'm gonna go on the opposite side and ensure that I don't get axed or you know hobbled or any. Um, so I, I think I'm gonna <laughs> go with uh, Johnny Smith. Um, ah, nice. right after he's. <laughs> Uh, oh, at least according to the film, I don't, it's been a while since I read the book. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think in the book they actually ever kind of be like, I can't remember, but after, uh, I believe Sarah visits, they have Chris, they share Christmas together and at least in the movie, I don't think it's in the book. I think they just smushed that together in the movie, but, um, 
yeah, so that's where I'm spending some time with Johnny Smith. I'll be like, hey, look, it's fine. You'll get back on the wagon again. Things are great. You know, yeah. in terms of getting, you know, getting with another girl, not back in the way, but you'll be, you'll, you'll get out there again. You'll back meet someone else. You'll get wow. back on your feet. Sarah's married. Walt seems like a good guy. We're going to find another one for you. And, you know, we'll cut the car, a turkey together and stuff. So I mean, that's what, how it what, a, what a, <laughs> what a compassionate and unexpected answer. You know, yeah. just try to, it, it, it helps that I do love the dead zone. So I'm, it's his favorite. You know, I, I, and also spending time in Castle, like at least outside of Castle Rock would be kind of nice. Maybe like, yeah. We go to Castle Rock and get some dinner later on. I don't know. Um, you going to go ice skating with him though? Oh yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, but he, he he doesn't like the ice, so. You know, but he can tell you if the ice is going to break. Yeah, exactly. That is true. <laughs> you know where you can go. But. Yeah, and we 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 certainly won't go to any rec calls that have like you know um the lightning salesmen that screw everything up. Also, yeah. so um, stay away from Greg Stilson. You know. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of lightning salesmen who have big bags. Um, this is the clumsiest segment. I'm going to go with it. it <laughs> Which character in King's Dominion would make the worst Santa Claus? Jen. Um, he is my least favorite of all of Stephen I King's knew, characters. My most hated gonna, villain. It. it is uh, Big Jim Rennie. Yes, that's so I can I hate also. that guy. <laughs> yep. But here's the thing: couldn't you see him playing a, uh, a Santa at his dealership? Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who wanders around a bank dressed like Santa Claus, but he's just the worst Santa Claus. He's bad ever. Santa. He's bad. Exactly. Santa. Yeah, has yeah. like low energy, and he's just kind of a dick, and you know, yeah. he makes you give. I don't know. He feels like he would like. I don't know. Expect weird things for come on oh, to you. At there the would moment, be you know? sexual okay. harassments galore at uh, Rennie's Rennie's dealership for sure. Um, mm. Certainly the worst Santa Claus I could think of, um, which is why I had him once also. So, I, but I, it was funny. After I finished, I was like, I, I bet you Jen's going to have this. Um, Sammy, worst Santa Claus. You change your answer. No, it's no. Not it's, like, a, it's not like when you go to a restaurant and your friend's like, I want to order the same thing as you. And you're like, dude, it's loud. It's fine, man. We it's can right. order the same. Especially thing. if there's four. If it's two, I can't do the we, same yeah, dish. Yeah, we don't we can't do, do the it, same yeah. dish because it's it's got to be at least like, at least three, because then there's got to be some variation. Well, I like if, to try his, and he likes to try mine. Exactly. If we both mm-hmm. get the same thing, yeah. I can't do taste I have tester. seen you two order together, too, and it's very, like, consultation-y, you know? It there's is. a lot of nice. thought being put into it. We put it. a lot of yeah. thought into it, and uh, certainly we, we usually aim for the same thing, but most of the time, yeah. it's just surprising. Sometimes you, know? sometimes you get I'm two taking, meals, because then do. you can eat off of each other's plates. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I like to do. That's why um, Super Bowl Sunday is my favorite holiday, not because I like football, but because there's all the finger foods, and yeah. I yeah. try everything. It's true. Appetizers are what we eat before we eat. Love Appies. More hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Uh, okay. We're well, I went opposite of like it's still someone I like, but I think that they would not be a good Santa. Is Eddie? I think it would be like uh. Jesse Pinkman as Santa. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Santa bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just wouldn't work for me, you know. But I'd I also had hot. Roland like at first, and I was like, actually, you know what? I think he would be a good Santa. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he's uh, he's very kind. Yeah. So he, yeah. he actually could be like a good one. Um, like Roland, we don't want Popkins for Christmas. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I do. I do. Oh, do you? <laughs> so wait, do we know what like Popkins are supposed to be like a like a blueberry thing? They're right? like sandwiches, right? Sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What was? The, is there, I like, always I always picked I pictured like a Yorkshire pudding, like is what I pictured, uh, like a okay. popover kind of. Yeah, it's better than the. I think burrito. it's more of a sandwich. Yeah, the gunslinger burrito. I always thought of like is like when I when I was little and we used to just make sandwiches out of like the, the palm fronds or something like that or like you know well, big giant is it, leaves. Don't they talk about wrapping the lobstrosity meat in the yeah. leaves? Yeah, yeah. Is that what bugs and weird stuff. We are all it. three like dark tower experts too. So oh yeah, we are like absolutely experts here. When it comes <laughs> Julia, to dark I'm sure you probably school us on all this. Oh yeah. no, it's just uh, jer- jerky. I think it's like dried oh. meat and oh, then okay. like, whatever oh, yeah, greens they can find. 
No, that's not bad. That's actually not bad. If it's it's not lobstrosities, I'll be fine. Because I I imagine my allergies would probably translate to the lobstrosities. Honestly, I'd probably eat a lobstrosity. You probably would eat a lobstrosity. Honestly, you and Jen both... Wait, Jen, did you have a a lobster roll when we were... Oh, yeah. Of course she did. Okay, so you both have lobsters. The other person that was advocating for the lobster buoy with me. Okay. (laughs) Did you go to the lobster buoy, Julia? When you were there? I ate a lot of lobster rolls because they're delicious. And I like that they don't skimp on the lobster. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, so I, I just watched everyone. I was I I just had coleslaw. I think that was my. Oh, my that's joke right. For a yeah, while. I think you ate everybody's coleslaw. Yeah, that, that <laughs> lasted for two days before I was like, all right, I'm coleslawed out. Um, <laughs> Julia, where's Santa Claus for you? Okay, so I have a, a, a human one and a supernatural one. So who Ooh, human? Nice. We have Jack Torrance, mm-hmm. which make yeah. t- terrible Santa. Either and either kind of guys. Even when you start out with him. He's still, I know, because he, he, he has the thing with the kid at the school, the interaction, mm-hmm. right, that gets him fired. So he's already got some, like, rage going on, even when we begin any before the overlook gets pushed, pulled into it. So I think no, in no form would he be good. Yeah. Uh, but even worse, Pennywise, the fucking dancing clown, mm-hmm. would be the worst they're going to be showing the kids all the things they fear and then like sucking it joyfully out of them oh yeah like a job yeah the kids in the line coming up to him he'd just be sucking all of their joy from them it'd be a Mm -hmm. lot like you mentioned the movie earlier but nightmare before christmas but like if you know jack does that not knowing he thinks he's doing something good by just kind of throwing these little tricks and treats everywhere around the christmas land Pennywise, he knows what he's doing. And that's what it would be like, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, he would sign up for that job in a heartbeat. Oh, he would. It's just, it's just send him all over. None of us would survive. Easy energy. <laughs> Easy energy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One last question, the festivities. This is one that, uh, is, this is a big a big thinking question because I, th- I think this this takes a lot of effort to really ap- appropriately nail. Um, if Stephen King wrote a book centered around Santa Claus. Now remember, we did... 10 Christmas stories here on this very podcast. We did it last year. It's or actually a couple years ago. And then we unlocked it. I think, no, we did it last. Well, anyway, who knows? We've done it on this <laughs> podcast. You can find it. We're probably gonna be promoting it all month long, but as you'll know from reading that or listening to that episode, King doesn't have a, a traditional Christmas or Santa Claus story. So if King did write a book centered around Santa Claus, what would the plot be? Julia, you're the one that threw this out here, so I'm going to go with you first. What is the story that you want King to write? Well, I am a, a very big Richard Bachman fan, so my idea would be to have it be like a rage or roadwork esque character study of a Ooh. of a Santa Claus's descent into madness over the month of December, where he is working at the mall playing Santa. So it's nice. like it, oh, so you just like all in his head of like how it's all descending into whatever you know and you know ends with some sort of catastrophe at the end right Had, you know burning them all down or hostage situation or something terrible mm-hmm. uh, that would be my this is my that's the best answer I because it's so because it's it's specifically mall Santa right it's not yeah like, yeah I like an idiot thought it had to be the real Santa Claus and I and, <laughs> I I, and I'm like wrapping my but the funny thing is is that. I, I I said I was thinking Bachman too, but I was mm-hmm. thinking like I was thinking him like almost kind of like it would be like Violent Night, the new one that just mm-hmm. came out with David Harbour, um, Stranger Things, and uh, <laughs> it would be something along those lines, but like '80s Bachman where he'd be like chummy, fast, and loose with like big metaphors. Um, but I like think campy yeah, kind of yeah, but like but but I think for me to like if it was strictly King, it would have to be like King, like like again I went with 
has to be like literally Santa Claus. I think the idea of the descent is pure Bachman. And I think that mm-hmm. would actually, I actually see that totally working now. I'm surprised he didn't do it. Um, oh, there you but go, Psy King. The, yeah. the idea is there to you. You know, go sir. for it. You know, Do go with make it what you will. Bachman. You said the descent and it immediately made me think of the movie, which then me made too. me think that like in when they go cave splunking, it's all just killer Santas down there. <laughs> Ooh. Like, Ooh, I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> I would too. I'm now imagining uh, the scene in Nightmare Before Christmas where Santa's trying to get through like the hole. Or like uh, locks, locks and barrels are yeah. trying to get through, throw him in there. But he's like, but it's like the scene in the descent where like, where they get stuck or, you know, the girl gets stuck in like the, it's like right in the early beginning part. It's actually the scariest part of the movie for me is when she gets stuck in the, in the hall. Oh, the uh-huh. hall, but the, the hole. I just imagining mm-hmm. Santa Ooh. just being like, oh, I can't get out of here. Well, yeah. Cause that movie's <laughs> scary even before the monsters come in. It is. Of the I, I kind of wish there weren't monsters. I feel like you just don't need them. They're no. superfluous yeah. to like already the claustrophobia and stuff what about one thing Santa's i can't wrap though. my head around it's splunking that's for sure yeah, oh no that's gonna happen no, never no. That. wait so i have you don't two want fears in my life <laughs> so sorry i got two fears i got caves i got bugs that's it yeah and they're both in caves i know yeah. caves are but yeah bugs. <laughs> it's true yeah well i'm i'm i you know I actually went on a was it a Groupon and I got us all uh, oh really classes, you know oh. yeah, perfect where is it where's the we're all gonna place? die yeah we're gonna go <laughs> it's there. in like West Virginia so it's like in my neck of the woods okay cool cool yeah we'll go there you have a lot of caves near you Jen though right we do yeah and like in sixth grade we went to a place in Kentucky called Mammoth Cave for like mm. a um place and we fucking spent the night in this cave oh like, I still can't believe I did this but like we all had to it was hard but you would last you, thing. You would 100% stay where, like, the Bell Witch Cave is, though, right? Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, we're, we're related. You're coup d'etat, yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's true. That is true. Yeah. I had the, the Adam's name, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> do you have your uh, story? So I had two, because okay. I was doing the same thing as you. Like, it had to be real Santa. Yeah. So I was thinking kind of like the dark half, but it's like two Santas. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, naughty okay. and nice Santa? exactly oh, yes like two different sides nice. of santa you know and then like one maybe like dies or something and he has to like take kind of like the santa claus where he has to take his place but they all think he's the other santa it was i was okay. thinking that and then i was also thinking like the stand but instead of like randall flag and mother abigail it's santa and krampus oh and it's like the yeah. north pole right. and so it's them against each other <laughs> So Maybe so, Adam know, Scott shows up, you know? Yeah. I, I would be, be totally fine with that. <laughs> and the little teddy bear from Krampus that's evil. I love that uh-huh. guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. I so like those this. Were, that's where I kind of. Those are good. Those are good. It's like, it's like if they were, if we had a uh, Stephen King streaming service and they did like a holiday special and they did like, they took the big stories and they like and they asked it. me specifically asked what i thought <laughs> they should do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm all in. I'm in there. I'm in there. Uh, Jen, what's your. Uh, your Santa Claus Stephen King book. Okay, so mine is a little bit Santa Claus adjacent. He's not going to come in till towards the end of the story. Um, and I have to lower my voice a little bit because I don't want my kids to hear this. Because mine is about a creature that showed up on our, in our house on December 1st. And probably many other houses to our listeners that are listening. It's the elf on the shelf. Mm. And he is somewhere in my house right now lurking. And I made the mistake of this kid showing up in my son's room and he was afraid to go to sleep that night because he was like, I don't want the elf to move while I'm sleeping. And I was like, that's really fucking creepy. So like, if you don't know what an elf on the shelf is, 
it's like you say, hey, look, Snowball sees you not cleaning up your room, so he's going to go tell Santa. Um, but the elf moves every night. And so one horror is that you have to remember <laughs> to do this. Yeah. Like, and people get all creative about these elf on the shelf things. Like I've seen like chainsaw elves or like elves that are like puking in the toilet or something. <laughs> Ours just moves a couple of feet. But anyway, so I was thinking the whole thing is like if if you touch the elf, then he'll lose his magic. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, what if this elf loses his magic one day and then before he can get his magic back, he gets evil magic. And so he becomes an evil elf on the shelf. And then Santa Ooh. has to come and save the day because he starts to bring all of his elf evil elf friends. Okay. I imagine the evil elf is kind of like the weird little troll thing from Cat's Eye. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Really Maybe bring him back. Me. We could finally bring him into... Uh, you know, Kings of Minion even further. Please. You know? Please. Clovis, Clovis comes back to save the day. Um, that that oh, yeah. scene is one of the the peak, peak of cinema, that scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw it for my first time like a couple of years ago and I was scared. Yeah. He scared me. Well, the, it would add some more uh, weight Little to critters that though, like scary critters freak me out. Well, I just, oh, I yeah. always laugh because it's like Cat's Eye is just filled with all of his like short stories from you know the smut rags and stuff and that's what and it feels and like so then you get to the elf one and you're like wait what this is this seems like <laughs> it was cut from like hallmark or something like that and at mm-hmm. least you know a darker version of hallmark but um well all great ideas and king if you're listening you got free ideas here that's what we do here on these pods we give some some great sound advice uh remember that store christmas time i used to go to sound yeah. advice all the time with friends <laughs> blumhouse uh, has already reached plug. out to me for mine so oh, that's i don't cool. know about you guys that is true that <laughs> what is if true. we got like a different christmas seasons book where like each of the novellas was our story we just pitched mm, that'd, that'd be cool that'd be cool dedicated to the losers you know here's another free idea why don't we do more <laughs> more seasons i mean we, we get seasons every year you could easily yeah. do like different seasons too you know we have another one <laughs> Like another one that's to be, that's you know based solely on the seasons. Maybe shake it this up. This time a it's bit. personal. Yeah, and, and but every winner is is uh, is another one from uh, the the breathing method game. Oh yeah, that'd like be cool. The, the kid gets a little older. Yeah, that, you well, know. it actually fits the seasons too. Like because we just watched Apt People, I had never seen it, and I was like, what season does this have to do with? So it's supposed to be yeah. summer, so it's uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I summer guess, of discontent. Yeah, it's because when they first meet, he's on summer break. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then well, I, I guess technically, the movie, if you which... think about it, Stand by Me is reminiscing during the fall. Um, yeah, and then also, I mean, it takes place on Labor Day weekend, so but I always um, thought that was summer. It, I've not read well, it. Yeah, it, yeah, it does yeah. feel more like summer. I think. Yeah. So I've got a bone to pick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we have a we have a lot of things to pick here because uh, we've got our gifts to finally put together, um, and I think we've all pretty much set the tone with uh, what we do in King's Dominion. So why don't we uh, get down to business? So we're all in the Kingmas spirit. And I'll admit, the ice, I remember I was saying I was frozen Jack? Ice mm-hmm. is starting to melt. I'm, I'm thinking a little bit. Is I'm it gonna break? Gonna it's break. gonna break, yeah. you know? So uh, I think, I can't think of a better time now than uh, to start working on our gifts. So we've got four rounds ahead of us. We're gonna round robin it as we're wont to do here on these shows. We'll go Jen, Sammy, Julia and myself, and then we'll snake our way back. So first round, we are looking for a real piece of King merch, something that actually exists. So in a, in a way, <laughs> you can kind of see this as a Losers Club, uh, Stephen King gift guide, if you would say, in, this, in this, uh, this first round. So Jen, what is a real piece of King merch. I like how want. you're emph- emphasizing real because last year I think I asked for pyrokinesis, which is yeah. not real. Oh. So. It's not real. No, <laughs> that would be no. good though. 
Just the full sh- you want to go the full shining if you're going to do it, though, and then you can just add all that power. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Sorry, that was the weirdest look. <laughs> Kill all of you. Um, no, I'm normal. I'm Getting really too nice excited. You know, I know. You know that, I know that there have been scientific studies that's, that, that suggest that there could be pyrokinesis, but uh, let's not get too serious here. John. I'll you be know, the but, one to prove it. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, you look would, for that in the future. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of that, I think, you know, I'm not really one to want to read a rough draft or... Um, like an original manuscript, but I think that I would really love to read the original manuscript of Firestarter. So I yeah. think that would be mine. Okay. Um, like a nice bound copy, maybe sign it a little bit, but I would just, I would love that. It's it's somewhere out there, right? Like It has to be. Unless he yeah. threw it away. You know, I do wonder about like these things of like, he has to have some storage and knowing him, it's probably like, you know, a bunch of those plastic bins that you just go buy at like Home Depot <laughs> right. and it's just filled your with Christmas these treasures in. that everyone would love. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just so- somewhere in the attic or whatever. Um, right. That's a good one. Sammy, what's a real piece of merch you want? Well, so I'm assuming it's real, obviously, because I've seen him wear it, but you know, the dirty deeds done dirt cheap shirt that he wore yep. on the maximum overdrive, like um, behind the scenes stuff, like whenever yeah. he was filming, I want that t-shirt. It's gotta be somewhere Ooh, unless nice. it's got so worn out. I that love that t-shirt. And I would hey, just we love need- like a, Something he wore. Yeah. I want custom shoes if you want to do that design. <laughs> oh, well, here you go. So. Well, and I had no idea that that's what the lyrics were, you know, until yeah. I saw the shirt and I was like, oh, that's that's what it is. Yeah. At that point, everyone on the set's like, is he really going to go with all the ACDC songs throughout the whole movie? <laughs> or like, is that a joke? And or, it really paid off. And it really paid me <laughs> off. Uh, Julia, real piece of merch. Uh, so I would like to have, uh, or just read, really, uh, there is a script that he wrote for I Know What You Need as part of a pitch uh, of doing a night shift series in Ooh. the late 1970s to see, because I don't know, you know, I know the script that I wrote. I want I want to mm. see the script that he wrote, because that's mm-hmm. going to be amazing so that i would just like that it's it's it really exists it's at the university of maine but you need his specific permission to read it oh wow wow so if you could choose would you rather direct the script that you wrote or would you rather direct the script he wrote sight unseen of not being able to read her does that make sense yes it does the one that he wrote would you (laughs) yeah I mean, it would be because cool. because I have you know there's I have bridge scenes in in the film that I don't I'm nervous about because I was like mm-hmm. can people tell that it's not him anymore can people tell that mm, it's my writing yeah. now mm-hmm. uh, that because of course I don't you being side by side is is terrifying so he knows what he's doing give let him do it you know give yeah. give me that screenplay and let me go to town it so would be interesting to see how similar they are too you know or, or how different be allowed to read yeah. it. Yeah. I think so too. If yeah. anyone should be allowed to read it, you should be the making one the definitive adaptation yes. of that story too. You know, <laughs> like when I think of that story now, I see an ice cream cone from me too. Oh, Logo, the pink, you know? yeah, I love yeah. The font. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you. I say you just go in and just you know go take it like Ocean's Eleven style, <laughs> just guns like, blazing, you know, like National, <laughs> like National Treasure. Treasure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like Dog Day afternoon. I'm just gonna take the entire library hostage until hey, we'll make the distraction for you. Okay, I'm good at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh God. Attica. You're like standing outside. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, I, I had to go to the dead zone again. We spent so much time this year talking about the film with uh Gretchen Fulka Martin. And um just had so much time fun ta- time, you know, talking about that movie that I kind of want Johnny's jacket and I want his mm. cane. I want the screen used the jacket and cane. And uh, yeah, it's got to be somewhere out there. It's in some some storage, and uh, I think it would be pretty cool. I'd probably look like a neckbeard, 
walking around <laughs> with it, and everyone would be like, what the hell is this so problem? So says the guy who has Steve Harrington's jacket, that's, okay, Indiana that, Jones that's jacket, a different than, the drive jacket, it just Eric reminds Foreman's me of, jacket. No, 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 it reminds <laughs> me of when I remember listening to an interview with Matthew Weiner of, of Mad Ben, and he was just like, oh yeah, when I was little, I used to, or when I was a teen in LA, I'd be walking around with like a long jacket and a cane, uh, and I remember just being like, oh God, like the, the, the most insufferable outfit in the world. Um, but <laughs> I would want that. I would want the jacket and the cane, and in the winter here, I think it would be kind of cool. And uh, and it would make you feel so good that it would give you some mad swagger as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. And also protect me from the ice. I'd have to get well, oh, yeah. some major competition if yeah. the girls of Chicago saw that. Yeah. Well, look, what can I say? Um, all right. Next round. Next round. We're going to be looking at a Kingian gift you'd like to see made. Now, this is where we have to do some work. This is something that doesn't exist. And that's something that we have to make exist. So hmm. we're sneaking this around. So it's uh, I'll bite. So um, a few weeks ago, maybe even a week ago, I don't know what time is anymore. <laughs> I saw someone make uh, or someone built a custom Lego set, and it was of the Overlook, and it was trending, and everyone shared it, and it's it's unbelievable. We retweeted it. Um, our pal, uh, our buddy uh, Kyle Kuber, he uh, sent it to me asap, and was like, "You got to share this. this. Is incredible." Whoever made this put like lights in it and everything. Well, that's what I want. I love Legos. I want an immersive Lego set of the Overlook. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the Hogwarts set or the Death Star set. They are in, just so impressive and they're so multi-layered. They have everything in there from all of the, the movies and scenes that you could remember. I want that. I want it for the Overlook where you get all the rooms, all the figures. Um, maybe you can put some custom lighting in there. Maybe it comes with it. I, I used to love it when you kind of have a little, so electri- like, like maybe a little electricity, like one of those little batteries like that the Lionel trains used to have. Anyway, mm-hmm. make it ha- like take two, three months to put it together. Keep me busy during the winter. Be fitting. Um, that's what I want. So I'm putting that out there. I hope that Lego saw that trending tweet and they're like, <laughs> we should get in the horror genre a little bit more. They should. Yes. I need it. Yeah. I, I want this set. I want this giant set. I would put it on top of my my vinyl uh, shelf. I would look at it all the time. And uh, maybe awesome. I'd, I'd get a little sweet and think about life inside the Overlook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would right. it have a little tiny playground that looks like the... Uh, the overlook, but like just even smaller with like yes, you know? yeah, and then it would also have um, because we're going to be talking a little bit about the book uh, with this. Uh, it would also have the the weird um, pipe thing that Danny feels the monster presence. Oh in, yeah. Uh, okay, also. so now hedge maze or that's what hedge I was just about animals. to say. Yeah, hedge maze. I think I, he- do, why choose right exactly both. yeah both. hedge maze in the back the animals in the I mean front. I would yeah. like the I would like to have the detail of the wasps nest oh, oh yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I could a couple see of shingles like falling off uh-huh. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and maybe even the attic too where uh Halloran uh felt the presence there as well um mm-hmm. be kind of cool although we'll say um the sexual depravity would probably be hard to put in a <laughs> in the lego set, in a lego set. might be put hard in the instructions yeah Jesus you know Christ. maybe they could have like a you know like um an r-rated uh you know lego club that you can yeah we have. need to we need to have the bear the bear guy right the bear He's guy has to oh yeah there, sex right? bear with yeah. a yes. lego penis yeah, my buddy lego, jesus christ <laughs> i'm sorry listen all right <laughs> it's got the well, little circle on the top just for so connecting. Connecting. all right <laughs> we're we're uh we're pumping the brakes so uh <laughs> I'm dropping the axe or I say, <sighs> the mallet. Uh, Julia, what are you making in Kingsman uh, here? 
I am a, I am a Converse junkie and have been since I was a kid. And so I would love a Stephen King line of Converse. Now, of course, they, I'm sure they have shining Converse with the wallpaper and I'm sure they have Pennywise in the whole bit. But I'm like, the one that I want, this is so gruesome. This is this is why you invite me on, though. Uh, as I want a pair of long walk Converse oh, that are all bloody oh, on the bottom. That would be, awesome. be super cool. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think that would be so cool. In, doesn't doesn't he describe it as like it's like almost like spaghetti tendrils or something like that? The, the yeah. look like horrible. That. Yeah. And, oh. and they, you know, I know that one of the rules of the long walk is specifically don't wear sneakers. They tell yeah. you not to. It's like yeah. moccasins, right? Yeah, or you could also have like the Tommy knockers, where you could have that special green, or you know, like more mm. of the deep cut kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because come on. We know the shining. I mean, I'm look, I said the shining for my piece, but the shining in in, in it, it's been done before. I yeah, I, I like that idea. Yeah, some green Tommy Knocker shoes would be cool. Converse, get on this. Free ideas. I'm telling you, I'm gonna tag Lego and uh-huh. Converse for this yes. episode. We should trademark this episode. We should, we should. And well, I will I will be the model for all of them. Just send me the samples and I will be the girl. Like I have dreamed my whole life of being a Converse girl. So here we are. That'd be great. I love shops. Converse King. Yeah. Well, what are you uh, dreaming up? So I think we should have like a Stephen King cosmetics line. You know how like they have all of like the Harry Potter lines or like superheroes. So if we had like a Castle Rock cosmetics line where instead of like I have a lipstick that's called Unicorn Blood, we could have Mm -hmm. Pig's Blood and it's like Carrie. Ah, uh And then like a bronzer. It's like Cujo's bronzer and it's the shape of a paw and it has like a little like paw brush in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like um, Church's Cat Eyeliner, stuff like that, you know, I think for for the makeup wearing uh, constant listeners and readers it would be super super cool that'd be awesome yeah actually. i'm surprised they haven't done that I spe- at least for like it like you'd think like you know um, oh um, yeah uh-huh cloud yeah, makeup or like horror design. you know think like yeah. sephora or ulta should should get on that yeah well look, totally we're tagging ulta too so let's remember that um so we got uh, to recap lego converse ulta mm-hmm. jen are you rounding us out here <laughs> what, what, what are you i choosing? am yeah okay so i've got one real win and one kind of cheat So I was trying to, because I have a horror tree in my office now. And so I was looking for Stephen King ornaments. And there is a shocking lack of Stephen King themed ornaments. I found a lot of it ones. um, And I would like a line of like Hallmark ornaments, but like for Stephen King characters, like Carrie with the blood on her, Charlie, of course, with her hair blowing, you know, Um, um, I actually have a Stephen King ornament. I know that oh, listeners, you? you can't see this behind me here uh, on my shelf. And it says red, it's glass. So it says uh, red rum on one side and murder on the other side. Ooh. So you can flip it around. Ooh, nice, nice. Nice. You could also do like Annie's penguin that's turned the wrong way. <laughs> that was one of my ideas like, for something to make too, was the, the penguin. The I penguin? love the penguin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, okay. Go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it. Well, my fake one is a thing that I. I'm just going to will into existence. So it is a physical copy of a movie that Karen Kusama is going to make for Mrs. Todd shortcut. I want the DVD. I would do anything to get this movie made. Um, I, I don't even really care who directs it. I just want this movie. Okay. So. Well, Karen Kusama is pretty cool. So, Oh yeah. I was going to say, yeah, th- 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 would be a hell of a director for that. I'm, I want more tours in these major <laughs> blockbusters. So, you know, just bring them in, just bring them in. Mm-hmm. Um, well, these are fun. I like this. So, all right. So to recap one more time, we're going to be tagging Lego, Converse, Ulta, mm-hmm. and Hallmark. And if you can yeah. find Hallmark. Yeah, and Hallmark. And Karen Kusama. Yeah. And Karen yeah. Kusama. Karen Kusama. <laughs> if, she's on, if she's on socials, who knows? Oh, she but, listens, you know? You know? Sure. Yeah, well, let's, let's hope. <laughs> Fan of the pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, we got our next two. Now these 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 next two rounds are uh, for for what who you know what we're going to give our constant readers, uh, and they're going to be gifts from King's Dominion. And look, when it comes to the holidays, we got some naughty folks and we got some nice folks. We're going to start with the naughty. What is a terrifying gift from King's Dominion that should only be given to naughty constant readers? Jen, you're still up to bat. All right. Um- Again, I'm sorry, I have to. So the first one is called the Annie Wilkes Special, where it is your favorite King's book, favorite book of King. It could be Bachman too, and you get a special edition copy, but it is made with your own skin. Because that was going to be the original ending. Of the Jesus. book. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like a Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but then my second one, I have recently discovered that cats like to climb Christmas trees. They do. Um, and mm-hmm. even they almost my, yours. They have, yeah, my, one of our trees looks like the tree from Whoville because they have just destroyed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to send, so if that's like what sweet, innocent little kittens do to trees, I could only imagine what church would do to Christmas trees. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be sending church over to destroy all of the Christmas trees of the naughty constant readers. Is this like pre-truck her, uh, church? Oh no, like, this is post? like evil from, from yes. the dead. Post, okay. post-cemetery church. Well, I don't and know he can multiply, can so that. he can have like little kittens that go. Oh, oh. that's something that we never thought about. With the, I know. Message. can you copulate and and um and and have you know children and stuff? Well, that's and he a, does. We know he gets neutered in the book, yeah, that's but true. I bet. It but he's reborn. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's back true. Under, under there. You know? Oh God, it's a sometimes they a terrifying back. thought that <laughs> sometimes they do come back, and sometimes dead is better. Is uh is the the constant reader that gets that nutty gift is going to learn. Uh, Sammy, what, what, what's your lump of coal in King's Dominion? A gift card to needful things. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Oh, you think good. it's great. You think, oh my Some, God. So cool. Store? You're thinking it's right. rad. You go uh-huh. in, you have a hundred bucks to spend. Like you I need all, all these the things. antiques. Yes. But you don't know. Yeah. You know? So then you get, you buy all this shit. That's called curse. Yeah. yeah. And we only saw that Gaunt, Leland Gaunt, I should say, uh, <laughs> Would make you get one thing, but if you had a gift card and this is a you know he sees an opportunity, we well because we'll him see and I talked because I went in to buy the gift okay card. and he was like well yeah. so, and I wanted to make sure you know I, it was okay and so, give this gift card and I'll get them six needful things and I can't imagine yeah. what that would do imagine like like an Elvis glasses and uh, maybe uh, a baseball card and, you have a hundred dollars uh, to spend there on the gift card you could. Sp- you could buy a lot more than that. Well, that person's yeah. definitely going to be committing suicide. Because um, <laughs> as we saw in the book, not in the movie. Um, That's why it's not a good gift. Not a good gift. Not a good gift. Uh, That's a like, really good one. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Julio, what's, uh, the, what's the naughty gift for you? Uh, I would give somebody Johnny Smith's powers. Mm. Oh. Because those are not fun powers. No. Uh, and and he you know talks about how it feels like he's dying inside every time he does it, and it just gets worse every time he does it. Mm. So I think that that and it's and the thing that's so scary about them is you never know when it's going to happen, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yes, when you touch somebody, but it also could be anything. So you're just kind of living in fear at any moment. So it's a it's a pretty bad gift, right? Yeah, it's that's like a Wednesday really bad... in the new Wednesday show. Yeah, uh huh. Like, like that, yeah. Mm. I do want to feel like Mike. You would want that power, though. I kind of would because then I want to be like Johnny Smith. Yeah, I would just use it like you know once every like what two years or something. But then you you can't can't just can't control. Why Why would you say that over the shine? Just take the shine, and there's none of that. I know that's true. That's true. That is true. 
Well, um, if you listen to Castle Rock season three, episode one, I do play uh, uh, Johnny's son. So oh. um, I ah, do have the powers. Right. And um, let's just say uh, I use them to my advantage. You're the babe with the power. I am, yeah. <laughs> what power? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The power the babe. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to keep things morbid too. We just covered the myths. So I'm going to say one of those skull spiders that David has to blast Ugh. away there at the end. I'm, I'm oh. going to put it in a terrarium and then I'm going to drop it on the porch of uh, someone uh, who's been mean all year. Um, maybe someone who's given us one star reviews. I'm going to be like, here you go. Here's a here's a treat from Midworld. Um, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, you know? you're welcome. You get more spiders, like, what, three weeks later? Yeah, yeah. And their webs are toxic. Toxic too, webs. So. Yeah, it's, toxic it's, webs. It's just a fucking nightmare. Just they an absolute fucking nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Go listen to our... Three and a half hour episode on the mist from a few weeks ago. God, uh, Ashley goes all in on the monsters in that, and it's pretty wild stuff. They uh, they really reach for the sky on that one. Um, well, I'm gonna reach for the sky here because uh, this is our last round. We're snaking around, so it's my world, my my, my turn, my whirl, my whirl. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my twirl. <laughs> so we're gonna end this on the positive note. And we're gonna give one timeless gift from King's Dominion that uh, should only be given to good constant readers the nice ones and um well uh we're talking midworld because i just mentioned the critters from the mist and we are really talking midworld because we're closing the dark tower out this year in the or this year and in the maid feed this month so i thought i'd choose something that was kind of nice but also seems like a nice gift your parents would have given you now I don't know if your parents are like mine, where in, at least my grandparents uh, did this. I can't remember if my parents did. But when I was little, uh, they gave me stock in Disney. And it was like penny stock. It was like nothing really there. But I remember getting it as a kid and being like, oh, cool, neat. <laughs> but it was nice. It was like a nice gesture of being like, look, this is, this is giving you a lesson to impart about the ways of the world and how you know capitalism works and all the great things that come with it. Um, and... So I got Disney stock and it amounted to nothing, but it was it got me uh, interested in, in the economy. So what I would do is I would give a, a constant listener, a constant, constant listeners, um, a hefty amount of stock in this, the Tet Corporation. So yeah, nice. um, that's my nice gift to them because the Tet Corporation seems like a good thing to have, right? Stock in, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's rolling stock corporate. So run by good people. Run by good people. Yeah. This is a good thing. It's a, it's a blue chip stock if there ever was one, <laughs> at least in King's Dominion. Um, and look, if it goes down, the world's over anyway. Exactly. So, so you, know. you know, if it goes down, we're going down too. So, right. Julia. How can you lose? Y- you can't. You cannot <laughs> lose, especially uh, w- w- when you're with a tech corporation. <laughs> so Again, get, Dark Tower experts here. And honestly, like, <laughs> I haven't even finished uh, it yet. <laughs> I, I, and, and honestly, you know, when I was getting these uh, little checks from, um, you know, Mickey Land, Disney, when I was little, they yeah. would have uh, little pictures of uh, Mickey on it. So maybe if you get a check, Aww. it has like the, the the rose or maybe like a little gun. The cartoon symbol. I had yeah. a symbol. Oh, I had exactly. a necklace. See, it would have that. Oh. I like that. I like that. I wear uh, it always. Oh. Is that, are you going to be giving that uh, to uh, your constant listeners that are, that are. Oh, nice I, I, as, as much as I love my car necklace, this is, is I think this is a bit of a step up. Uh, the talisman <laughs> would make an incredible gift. Ooh, mm. Yes. Holy shit! That's awesome. a, it's a hell of a You're going, I'm going ham, man. Yeah, you got it, right. You're gonna win Christmas. Gonna give yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm gonna find you to my Kingmas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a very good one. That's a very good one, Sammy. <laughs> so it's a gift that you can't can't get anywhere. But if you got like Al's root beer, but from like 
1122, but like from the 50s when you first go back. So it's Ooh. that like sarsaparilla, like mm. classic root beer. And then like one of the burgers too, because they oh, talk about yeah. how perfect it they is. They get a pair. I'd like, yes. I'd like to so you to... get to go basically through the wormhole essentially, or yeah, or yeah. like the door um, whenever you want for classic grub. And I think, you know, I think that's a pretty good. I'm a root beer Ooh, fan. So. I'm in. I'm, mm-hmm. What about what about a Nazla cola? What about oh. that? That that Ooh. works too. That yeah. works. Let's just pair them up together. Let's make a just little. Maybe basket. not Moxie though. No, not Moxie. Moxie, no. Not Moxie. That you guys don't way. like Moxie? I, I mean, like it. I didn't love it. It grew on me. It's a bit medicinal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I hear it, but the whole yeah. time, every time I've been in Maine, that is, I I will buy a case. I'm like, this is what I drink the entire time. It feels oh, right. Oh really? There yeah. were so many cases on the set of my film because I was like, this is Maine right here. That's what li- we were with Whoopie Pie. I feel yeah. like oh, our yeah. Airbnb had like eight half, half-eaten half Whoopie Pie. Oh, it got, it got to the point where we couldn't figure out who ate what. And then we just right. started- We all just started eating each other. It, yeah, so. it was yeah, like, yeah. But then somebody bought the pumpkin one that was amazing. Oh, and, the pumpkin was, one was good. We, that was really good. Pe- Peanut butter. I visited the my peanut favorite. butter was good too. Peanut butter was good There's too. There's a maple that. one that was really good too. We just, yeah, you're right, Jeff. We just, we, I, yeah, we did have like eight of them at that. that yeah, because so they're so big. Hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 and they get everywhere too. We, I, I think I had one that was in my jacket <laughs> that I didn't realize until like mo- like mm-hmm. a week later, and I was like, yeah, yeah. hell, I just got all over the fucking place. Um, that's a good one. I like yeah. that. I, you know what? I, I kind of want a burger now tonight. Well, have, I know that sounds delicious. There you go. It's gonna happen. Um, you put some ice cream in it, make a little root beer float. You know what? I'm just gonna pretend it's from the the, the 50s. From Al's. You know, from Al's. Um, Jen, close us out. What's the what's the gift that you're gonna that's gonna keep on giving? <laughs> <laughs> well, this gift definitely will keep on giving. I want to give constant readers a bound special edition copy of all of the meeting notes. Because I think that would be great, but for oh a God. gift that other people besides me would like, I'm going to give them pyrokinesis. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're bringing it back. You just exactly. Special <laughs> powers. I wonder how many King Misses are going to go by where we keep saying, it's not, it's not, it's still not a thing. That's not Exactly. Yet, you know? <laughs> well, I guess until I 2023. Is That's your my year. year. Yeah. To it's- really, if you, I mean, this is like <laughs> anything else, right? They say practical purpose. Like if you sat exactly. down and really tried for five minutes a day, every day for this entire year, maybe by next Kingsmiths, you could be setting little fires, right? You could be getting there. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like Malcolm Gladwell would like, Think that that's exactly the way to do it, you know. I, I, and of I burn that, it well, all down. You know? Yeah, you put your ten thousand hours in, you're good to go. Exactly. So, so I was wondering, and I was trying to do the math in my head because we just did our Spotify Wrapped, which uh, proved that we were in the the. <laughs> uh, I think we we're in the with the like ninety nine percent of the people don't do this. Is that I, I guess the amount of hours that we put into oh, uh, yeah. into the into the world out there. Um, no a lot one of does us as talking. many minutes as us. As uh, you <laughs> know, I think we're in right. the top one percent of the or whatever. I can't remember what the stat was at this point. Everything kind of jumbles together. But I did wonder, given how many hours and that we put out into the world um, each year, have we done the ten thousand hours yet? Mm. I say yes. I think we have. I think we. Have I think we probably time. have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as you can tell from me stumbling right now, I, I clearly have. You know, I'm, I'm clearly <laughs> we are all experts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we all are. Ju- Julia, would you say that you've done 10,000 on, on horror movies? Uh, horror movies, so I've got, it's been going on for six years. So it's I would be. think so. Yeah. But you also have way longer episodes than I do. Yeah. Because right? we have 30 to 45 minutes and you guys are going three and a half hours, right? Yeah. You're going real That's hard. True. That's true. That's true. I think Randall alone for his Dark Tower coverage this year has done about 10,000 hours. So oh, at least it feels that way. Um, 
no, look, don't get me wrong. I love the Dark Tower. It's great. Um, <laughs> we do love the Dark yeah, Tower. Yeah. That's what they say about us, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, you know, when they were thinking like, oh, what would you rather do, Dark Tower or Faithful? I was like, oh, I'll do Faithful, you know? And like, I don't think anyone would really want that, especially based on the response to our, our post last week. Uh, anyway, this was fun. I will say, I the, the, it, I'm all thought out. I'm I'm I've, I've gone from a one to I'm I'm a, a lucky seven, a lucky number eleven. Uh, oh, Josh I like that movie. It it's doesn't get the love it deserves. It really doesn't. And you know I love Josh Harnett, so I I, so I really wish I. I always wanted a bigger career for him. So I mm-hmm. like, maybe he needed a lucky number seven, not a eleven. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a typo that, that signaled the end for him. Yeah, what, they yep, just had the typo in these major Hollywood no. studios. They're like, eh, just roll with it. Yeah, we'll see it. It's, it's fine. It's, it's Hollywood. He's hot. It's fine. Yeah. Um, well, don't get me started on Josh Harnett. I got in trouble oh, no, over I know. Halloween. He's talk talking about night. him. I think I said I want to wear him. Um, that's oh, my. Weird, he's about right? a lot in our household. <laughs> weird thing to say. Anyway, uh, this has been a weird and fun episode. It's time to close up the King and Claus workshop and head home. But before we do, let's tell our constant listeners, what's next and what they can look forward to. Julia, when can we finally see? I know what you need. And uh, so, and what can we and, do to help? I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. thank you. Didn't yeah. mean to interrupt. Uh, the So the movie is now in consideration for film festivals. So it's a wait and see playing game kind of thing. Uh, but as you'll recall, the contract was saying actually contract with King uh, uh, forbids me putting it online. Yeah. So I can, I will definitely, the losers will definitely get to see it. See, this is how it works, guys. I'm it's, sorry. Yeah. But this, it's, it's, it. it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, um, a small thing. So, but I'm so excited to see where it's going to play. And it's mm-hmm. because as a filmmaker, you have no idea, right? This is just a go. You know, I don't know. Somebody's going to take it, but you know, it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. Just where, who knows? So I'm, I'm, and of course, as a filmmaker, you hope that that will lead to a next project, right? That's always the filmmaker's goal mm-hmm. is to now, you know, so we'll see. Uh, and then I, of course, I have horror movie survival guide and I also have my other podcast, Jodowowski, uh, that I do. And I, uh, you can find me online at Julia C. Marchesi on all the things. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm hoping that 2023 is when we see, I, I'm wondering about, mm-hmm. I was trying to kick around ideas for festivals too, cause we just did the creep show and we, we really want to do another one of something like that. And I know that it was too early to premiere it there at the time. So we, we should talk for 2023. Oh, that'd be awesome. Actually. Somebody's King. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, uh, please invite me anytime. I'm, of course. I am, I'm so excited. I'm doing little <laughs> motions with my hands. Well, you, well, you had a film fest yourself, uh, actually Boston, right? Was it Boston for? Dream? Oh yeah, I did. I programmed at the Somerville theater in Boston for Halloween. They invited me to come program a week of films of whatever oh, I wanted wow. for Halloween, uh, and have it up on a big screen in the theater for 800, you know, with, with 35 millimeter. It was a, a dream. Uh, I got to play lost boys and, Fright Night for actual <gasps> Halloween. Oh and my God! What a killer! One of my favorites. Yeah, I had a really good. I you know I feel like I picked some pretty good movies. But mm-hmm. the fun thing about it was about seventy five percent of the audience had not seen either one. Oh my God! You know, watching like a huge audience and most of them have not seen Lost Boys. So when Timmy Capello came out with his saxophone, people uh-huh. lost their mind. <laughs> oh my so God! Yeah, it, that, it that's awesome. That song like absolutely fucking kills too. Slap. Like I I love that song. Like I know like you know a lot of people like you know for a while were like oh it's the saxophone song or whatever. But like that song is so slickly produced. It's so like it's got that thick like late eighties sound that was so prevalent in a lot of like rock and roll at the time. And 
I will say, put that song on, and I just I feel so good. Like you have the worst oh, yeah. day. It it's just... such good inspiration. I just realized after twenty years or more that it's a religious song, man. Oh, we, I, I never thought about because that. Because he's like he's he's gonna go in the desert for forty days. I he's still going believe. In the cave. He still ah, believes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen to the lyrics, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> that is true. That, is that was true. a good reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's mine always. <laughs> well, Jen, what's going on down over at Psychoanalysis this holiday? Um, well, so we have our episode on the night house is dropping um tomorrow, I think, considering when this is going to be out or I don't know it might already be out but it's coming if it's not here already and we are our most recent episode is barbarian which was really fun and then Mike and I are doing dealer's choice where we each get to pick our own comfort horror movie and so Mike picked the battery which I had never seen before but it's really good it's this really tiny zombie indie but it's it was really good and then I picked Cabin in the Woods because I love that you one. Love, love that movie. Of mine too. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. The Cabin Woods, great. Uh, I'm trying to always think of like the creature that always gets me at the end. Um, oh, just, the like, merman. So many of them. The merman's so eerie because it's like something that I, that's the one they're so rooting gross. for the whole movie, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah Bradley, yeah. Eric, Eric from Billy Madison. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 The, 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 the claimed, Josh Lyman. <laughs> yeah, the, I know that's true. You do love uh, yeah. love, love West Wing. All right, well, Sammy, what can our listeners expect uh, for the rest of the month here on the Losers Club? Well, we've got a uh, Sometimes They Come Back Lobstrosities episode oh, no. coming up. Yes, yeah. that's going to be in our Patreon. We got a, uh, so if you are, I believe it's the SS Georgie uh, tier. So that is the reason why we chose that is because Randall and I were thinking, well, we got to keep things like frosty. And we've run out of a lot of wintry stuff here <laughs> at the Losers Club. So we are now at. The third sometimes they come back <laughs> movie. So, you know, we're keeping it frosty. So, yeah. Oh, sometimes they come back for more. For more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's the and third then one. we're getting the Dark Power Part One book episode and Part Two um, on Patreon for early access if you're yeah. a patron. So, so, we've got a big, big book month. It's a big book month. And it's honestly, let's be, let's be real, it's been a big book quarter. Um, and I think everyone, and I can see the feed is are still catching up because uh look you know for the last couple of years i'll say this the last year get a couple of troublemakers that come along uh our feed sometimes <laughs> and they go what happened to the old days when we did a book episode every month and i i tell them i say we do we still do it we still try mm-hmm. to do uh, some sort of book episode every month it could be a dance macabre where we kind of spin off and detour into books that influence king or the he, you know he's given the the, the king bump or we, you know, we do something, um, you know, a little left of the dial. But either way, you get a book episode. And now, guess what? We're back in the old days, and you're getting a book episode every fucking month. And look, let's just be frank. These are hard books to get through really fast. Mm-hmm. So I hope you enjoy it. You know, uh, be careful what you wish for. You had Wolves of the Cala in October. We had Song of Susanna nice. in November. And now Dark Tower, which I believe is like over a thousand pages long. And yeah, um, so long. it's a very long book. And uh, look, Soak it up. this team, our a wonderful cadet, has managed <laughs> mm-hmm. to go three months and deliver all of these. So we are going to get, you're going to get two book episodes. And because we are so down to the wire about it, usually we do the, each each book episode gets an early access to our thief. This is all a plug for our Patreon. Our patreon.com slash the barons. Go to it. $5, $10. You go all year, 15% off. You get a whole you know annual membership. We're doing that for our holiday discount. But traditionally, the book episodes you get the Overlook patrons get a week ahead of time. Now, because we're so down to the wire, we can only do the second 
volume on there. So but normally we get them a, a, a week ahead of time. So still a lot of content. A lot of content. Oh yeah. Can, can I can I yeah. just can I just mention that I'm 150 pages away from finishing the Dark Tower, um, and oh. then I will have read everything. Oh so, my god! Wow. If, oh, the if, end of it is my favorite part of the whole thing. Well, I'm so I have been putting it off for four years by reading everything else. So this is a big, nice. big, big, big moment for me. So I'm just putting it out there. You you got to join uh, the Dark Tower Detour, which you can also find. <laughs> <laughs> in the Barrens, which is because uh, at the, the dance show, they go deep into Dark Tower lore. So Julia, you got to join them because they, they're going to be doing some some special stuff uh, right when we finish because it has been so hard for us to not spoil things in the Dark Tower mm-hmm. of the last six years. So <laughs> yes. for us to finally be done with the exception of Winfrey the Keyhole, we will, we will finally be able to talk about things that happened in these books that we don't have to worry about people going nuts. I'm, I'm sure people are still going to go nuts and go not, you know, yeah. give us one star reviews about it, but at least we have, we're in the right, we're in the right this time. We'll um, send them all those cranky gifts that we thought of. Exactly. So, you know, I'll send them been a gift warm. card to needful things. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> well, look, busy times, busy, busy times. Um, but it ain't over till the Crimson King sings. So until then, be <laughs> sure to make your lists, check them twice and stay off the ice. As Johnny Smith have warned, has warned us, uh, start getting, it's going to get, it's going to break. Uh, instead start getting cozy because King miss is right around the corner. And once more, we're all going to be celebrating it together here in King's dominion over long days. And, and lesson This is the end of our show, for now. Tune in next week. If you like our programming, consider searching for other bloody disgusting podcasts, such as Creepy, Horror Queers, The Boo Crew, SCP Archives, Nightlight, Margaret's Garden, and more.